0: Welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast.
1: Well, well, welcome in to Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. (laughs) You can find us at avgnflpod.com. Go there, click on the buttons to take you to the places to get the things that you were looking for. The socials, not our social securities, because... uh, (laughs) You're I mean, not, mine's probably out there. Yeah, but you're not going to get much anyway. Yeah, is, like, look, you, you assume my identity, you're going to give it back. Yeah, that or you're going to go in debt. <laughs> you're, you're, as soon as debt. you become me, you become broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, But you can go find us on social networks. You can go find us where where our podcasts are, Apple, Spotify. There's uh, there's one, I, I, I should have wrote it down. So I was looking at our analytics today, and our number one is a, Apple. Our number two is um I, I want it's not spotify it was like uh um, i want to say it was like pc or something like people were just playing yeah, it yeah, through the computer it, yeah and then third was spotify and then fourth was this one i'd never heard of before Oh uh, god the pornhub yes pornhub <laughs> it's uh we're I, I can pull it real quick definitely streaming through pornhub <laughs> so it's uh here that's the episode rankings it is um cast box mm. so mm. i've never heard of cast box but apparently 12.6 percent in the last 30 days of our plays have come through a carrier of a, 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 a podcast broadcaster called cast box yeah it just says listen and learn nuggets like so i legit. thought that was the Here's first the time podcast. i'd ever seen it like if i go and click the all-time analytics it's only like two percent so it's something that's yeah, just something recently, recently started
0: emerging yeah because i mean it says Millions of podcasters
1: for all topics listen to the best free podcast. Hey, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Castbox, but uh, and I I also want to shout out. Look, I really want to know. I really need to know. I'm begging that if anybody is outside the United States and actually listens to us, I'm asking from the bottom of my heart to shoot an email to avgnflpod@gmail. Or at Gmail, sorry, (laughs) avgnflpod at gmail.com and let us know that you're out there. You don't have to tell me anything about yourself. Just say, I'm from wherever. It says that 2% of our plays happen in Germany and 2% happen in Ireland and then like less than 1% are Singapore. I mean, there's a whole list. But what I think it is, I honestly think it's people with VPNs who are just yeah. giving them, you know, that's what I really yeah, think yeah. it is. And so I, I I would just love to know if there's one or two people that are actually outside the United States who listen to us on a somewhat regular because of the very first one that was outside the United States where you ever got was Singapore. Yeah. So that just blows I mean, yeah, my I mean, mind. That, but then again I, again, I started thinking about... Somebody had mentioned, it was like, well, it could be VPNs. And I was like, ah, I bet that's what it is. I bet people are, are, are trying to hide where they're from. <laughs> you know, Just, you know, hey, you got to gotta do what you got to do to protect yourself. We understand entirely. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but on the off chance that not, they're not all VPNs telling us they're coming from these faraway lands, <laughs> I would love... To hear from somebody, I mean, go, you can go on our Facebook, go look for just an average NFL podcast, and, and just shoot me a DM through that if you want, or post to it, or I don't care, whatever. It would just be cool if 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 you exist uh, outside the, the the borders, the confines. Please let us know of the U.S. of A. It would just be cool to know that there is and 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 if you are somebody who is abroad. Not a woman, but abroad, as in outside. Outside, you know, yeah. <laughs> who or listens a broad. to us? Yeah. <laughs> if you w- if you want to, you don't have to. But if you want to, you just kind of give me a brief summary of how the fuck you found us. <laughs> uh, the, the, that would be cool too. It would be nice, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, again, I, I think it's one of our our ten loyal listeners that we hear is, is probably their VPN, but. On the off chance, it's not. I just wanted to to throw it out there and, and see if, if we are, or actually international, internationally known podcasters. You should post it in the um, European League. <laughs> no, I, no. Th- that, the, most of the motherfuckers in that league can kiss my backside. <laughs> they can pucker up, they can plant two lips, and on a personal level, can s- Yep. Kiss yep. My i got you i got you i'm <laughs> but just anyway. trying to
0: get us overseas man
1: that's all i'm trying to do <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us overseas oh anyway um all right real quick we're going to hit on some news there's a bunch of people that did not practice today you need to be monitoring this i mean of course we already know keenan is going to be out out keenan allen already ruled out for the uh, week Yep. um i don't <laughs> i honestly don't think he's going to come back this season um, he has nothing to play for. He's he's his numbers are amazing. Yeah, he's old as balls. His team blows goats. So baby goats. Yeah, I just I really don't see him playing. But he's definitely not playing this week. All right, uh, let's see. Did not practice today. Hunter Henry with a knee. Josh Jacobs still dealing with that quad issue. The team is optimistic on Jacobs playing, but uh, you still need to monitor that. Michael Mayer is dealing with a toe issue. Uh, Will Levis. Out with, uh, with an ankle, so, that, you know, the high ankle sprain that he's got, so that definitely needs to be monitored. Also, Trevor Lawrence, I bring him up because I have them both in a Superflex, and those are the only two I got, and I'm scrambling. So. I'm just looking now. <laughs> I'm in a similar <laughs> predicament. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is dealing with, I think, an ankle or a leg issue, and he's in the concussion protocol. So those two, uh, let's see, Mostert was had a veteran's rest day, is also dealing with an ankle Devonta Smith is dealing with a knee. Hollywood Brown's still fighting with that heel issue. Chris Godwin's dealing with a knee. Uh, Zach Moss is dealing with an arm. Also, uh, on the same lines as Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor was back at practice today. So, today's the day where they're going to see if his, I think it's his thumb, yep. is good to go. And uh, he, he's he's likely to play this week. So, you need to keep that in mind. Uh, Especially with Zach Moss dealing with his yeah.
0: Um, elbow or whatever.
1: For all the Ty Chandler um, people out there, uh, Alexander Madison did not practice again. He's dealing with an ankle. uh, So it's obviously better for the Ty Chandler people if he does not play. Zay Jones dealing with a knee. Uh, Back to the Madison thing, I I should also say, I still think Ty Chandler is going to be the lead back even if Madison comes back, but he will take touches. But Zay Jones uh, missed practice with a knee, and Zach Wilson is still out of practice as well. Um, I'm guessing Simeon's going to be the guy uh, I don't know. I, I think the, the quarterback for the Jets doesn't matter about whether you're going to play a quarterback for the Jets. It matters about how confident you are with – Playing the rest of the people. Yeah, yeah. with Brees and, and, and Wilson. And, and Wilson. So, um, so you need to monitor that. Uh, Pacheco is back and healthy, ready to go. So that's good. Uh, Tyreek was limited today. Uh, they're very, they're optimistic. He's going to play, but still, you know, they were optimistic last week. Tyreek even came out and said he's going to play last week, and then he didn't. Yep. Um, so, any other n- news that uh, you've heard come across the wire that I'm sure I missed? Alave will play this week, and
0: um, surprising to me, <clears throat> it's not been said that he's out of concussion protocol. But Michael Pittman Jr. was out there practicing today, yeah, and he wasn't in a red jersey, so that typically yeah. means he's not in concussion protocol. So. Or, a good, yeah, or that he's looking good to get out. Yeah. good. So there, there's a, there's an outside shot we're getting back my two top wide receivers in one of the leagues I need. Him, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Olave
0: and Michael Pittman Jr. So,
1: righty. Well, from there we're gonna roll into the key games coming up for the semifinal week. Mm-hmm. And per usual, I don't have anything pulled up on my phone. Thursday night, tonight's game. Yep. Saints and Rams yep this saints, is uh saints are uh seven and seven playing the rams seven and seven both of them kind of need to, i mean not yeah. need
0: need but both of them need this i mean yeah
1: I, well the, yeah the, the, it is getting down to the must win time they're both fighting for playoffs the saints are currently leading the division yep. luckily for them they're in a crap division so it's it's a one yeah.
0: game can separate them all and bring yeah. it all up yep
1: um the rams um you know stafford has been playing good things are clicking they got karen williams back that offense is is looking like a finally old machine i'm willing to play stafford even against the tough saints defense um i mean i'm willing to play Carr if you're desperate you know if you're if you're looking at guys like uh you know like i am in some of these super flexes that i'm in where i'm looking at heineke or you know nick mullins or yeah. when i'm scraping the bottom if i can get my hands on Derek Carr, it'll, it'll be like getting a freaking gold nugget so especially with him getting a back too this week that's yeah it's a, a big bonus um. So yeah, uh, on the running back side, you're playing both. You're playing Kamara. You're playing Kyron Williams. There's no point in even discussing that. They're in your lineup, and you're expecting them to uh, do well for you. Correct. Um. On the on the wide receiver side, Cup is is things are starting to to, to click. They're finally um getting to uh the place where Cup has become the one again, and, and Puka's kind of taking a back seat the last last couple weeks. Uh, so I'm definitely willing to throw Cup out there, Olave. Uh, Puka, you're playing him. Um, what do you feel about DeMarco Robinson? You know, he kind of came on a little bit with Tutu Atwell being out, but Tutu's coming back. DeMarcus Robinson. DeMarcus, but, sorry.
0: But, yeah, no, I mean, it's he's he's an old dude, but he's, he's playing the whole game. I mean, Tutu coming back I think is going to hurt him, but I don't know. Dude's still fast on fast, and it, it's – it'll be interesting to see how much work he gets with tutu back i'll say that because the last three weeks he's got a touchdown all three of the last three yeah. weeks he's his target share has been kind of all over the place five ten and three so i mean you know that's kind of a little spacey but still with three targets last week he caught two of them for 44 yards and a touchdown that's right that's gold you know i mean even if he's taken if tutu comes and takes two of his targets away and he still gets two targets he can still put up 15 points with those two targets. You well, know I'll I mean? say two
1: so, weeks or, or week 12, Tutu only played 36 percent of snaps. Week 13, Tutu only played 39 percent of the snaps. Of course, he got hurt in week 14, so it's not like Tutu Outwells out there playing yeah, the whole game doing,
0: either. Yeah, doing big numbers. Week 13 was Demarcus's first big game. Right. I mean, that was he played 59 percent, had five targets. So maybe he's so.
1: maybe he's claiming that third wide receiver spot. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, I, I mean, you're playing him. With apprehension, anyway, but but again, he could be a decent double flex, uh, high upside guy to get a touchdown, and 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 uh, you know if you're looking for that, yeah, exactly. You're obviously playing Crystal Level. Like we talked about Rashid Shahid. I'm 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 willing to put him out there. He's been out um, the last few games, but when he's out there, I mean, well, last week he played. Uh, 58% of the snaps had four targets, caught Just three coming of them. Just back off that injury yeah. or whatever, but yeah. But, you know, Derek Carr likes him. He's a big play guy. He doesn't need – uh, what was it you said earlier in the season? He doesn't need a lot to do a lot. Yeah. He I can think,
0: do a lot with a little.
1: No, no, that's the actual saying. That's, okay. yeah, He, he think, doesn't need a lot to do a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, so that's a guy that uh, – I, I mean, again, you're looking for upside here. Yeah. Um, Jawan Johnson, I mean, you're rolling the dice basically on either one of these tight ends. Yeah, uh, Tyler Higbee or Jawan Johnson. Allen has come in as a rookie and and, and uh, kind of showed himself a little bit for the Rams, so he's going to go out there and get two or three targets that, that should go to Higbee. But, again, Higbee is a guy that you won't hear about for six games, and then he puts up three touchdowns in one game. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah no. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm probably trying to avoid all those tight ends if I can, but, you know. If it's a necessity, like I have to use, yeah, yeah, put yeah. them out there, put yeah. them out there. Yep. So there it is. The next game on the slate we want to talk about is the Bengals, eight and six, rolling with the hot Browning, um, playing the Steelers, seven and seven. The Steelers have been floundering these last three weeks. Yep. They have lost to the Cardinals, the Patriots, and then most recently last week they lost to the. I can't believe I just brain brain shorted they lost last week too. cincinnati
0: there no, it uh is. Indianapolis. indianapolis you're right the colts you were about to say it yeah were about to say it i well maybe i uh, guess so yourself you know what
1: you were when correct. you fuck up as much as i do you, you learn to second guess yourself <laughs> i'm not saying i don't understand i'm just saying that you yeah i was actually right for a change yeah, right <laughs> um but yes yeah, so I I, I'm willing to play Browning. I'm forced to play Rudolph.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one.
1: Yeah, I have Easton Stick, and it's in that league that I was the eighth seed, and I've somehow made it to the championship. Oh yeah, yeah. The the uh, rookie underdog. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm I'm I, I should have went and get Taylor Heineke, but uh, you know I, I, I dropped the ball. Yes. So I'm playing Rudolph over um, Easton Stick this week because of the matchup. But uh, I'd not expect I just need him to get 10. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Rudolph can get me 10 points. <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a tough ask, man. That's a tough ask.
1: Uh, but Brown is the only one I'm willing to play out in this game with any kind of confidence. Yeah. Um. You know, Brown in these last three weeks, he's been the QB4, the QB4, and the QB8. So he's... Uh, Pretty he's, good for a backup. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, I'd love him to be a Panther. <laughs> uh, so... Um. Uh, yeah, you're playing Joe Mixon. You're. Um. What are you doing with the Pittsburgh running backs right now? Uh, Trevor Lawrence unlikely to play this week
0: due to concussion. So oh, start making preparations yeah. for that. Yeah, I just went and put in two waiver claims. Yeah. So just just those of y'all listening, you heard it here first or second? It's
1: yeah. unlikely to play. Well, well I don't know if you heard concussion. it here first because I don't know when you're going to listen to us. But if you listen to us as soon as it gets published, you're, you might. Here, here first, exactly, or second, <laughs> or second. Yeah, but, yeah, um, but yeah, no. Jalen Warren's the only
0: one that I trust I, at this point. Like I said, last week Naji- was the deciding
1: factor for me. <laughs> Najee Harris has the vision <laughs> of Helen Keller when he's out there running the football, bro. It's, it, it's been really bad. Like
0: I, okay, I'm out of the league that I had both of them in, but I still have Warren lots of places, and I've trusted Warren like throughout the whole year. But when given the opportunity to play Najee over Warren, I've still taken Warren every time, yeah. and I've only missed out once. Like Najee scored 15 points one week, Warren scored nine, so it cost me six points, but I still got to win. But the, but the problem is is you get weeks like last week where Najee scored 1.8 points, he had 12 attempts for 33 yards and a fumble, and Jalen Warren went out there and scored 12.8 points, who had 10 attempts for 40 yards, and he was five receptions for 28 yards, you know, so... He, I mean,
1: they're, neither one of them have been a RB1 in a full PPR um, more than twice this season. Oh, yeah. No, no, but no. But you have a more solid floor when it comes to Warren. Correct. Warren is, it, it, you know, Najee can get you three. Warren's probably going to get you at least seven. So, yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. Joe Mixon's money in the bank, but... Let me ask you this. Would you play Warren or Chase Brown? Chase Brown the last three weeks is in a full PPR is 6.10, 19.5, 7.1. Um, he's had three targets and caught all three of them in the last two games. He's caught a touchdown two games ago. He's been getting 9, 8, and 7 carries. He's super explosive in this matchup. Um, you know, if, if you're in a position that you're having to pick between these three running backs, you're probably in a position that you're looking for upside. So if that's the case, for anybody who may be struggling out there, who do you think is the better upside play out of Chase Brown, Jalen Warren, and Najee Harris?
0: I personally would play Warren against Cincinnati over Brown against Pittsburgh,
1: even if you're looking for an upside play. Even looking for upside, okay? I, I mean, I just, they're, they're both they both can take it to the house. Any yeah, on the it, field. They really can,
0: and I think, and this is strictly basing it on. Warren's gonna get twelve opportunities. Chase is gonna get four opportunities or five. Right now, if, if, you know, if we hear something that Mixon's dealing with something or there's an issue right, right, with right, that right. starting back, then I, I might kind of lean more towards Chase just because it's it's yes you can take either can take it to the house, but. If he's only going to get four times to take it to the house, and this guy's going to get twelve times to take it to the house. Right? I'm gonna take the high hand, yeah, and the hot yeah. hand on the on volume. You know what I, I mean? Got
1: yeah, I, I can respect that. Uh, the one, the wide receivers, T. Higgins, yeah, oh yeah, he's gonna be getting. He's gonna be the one this this week. Tyler Boyd, I'm willing to put him out there. Um, I play him in a flex, but I'm not touching anybody else. If I was gonna get dirty and nasty, it'd be Trent Irwin. Um, I, I just feel like he is probably the most veteran of the the other wide receivers. On that roster, and uh, but if I'm having to play Trent Irwin, I probably already lost. <laughs> Deontay Johnson on the other side, uh, George Pickens. I don't know. <laughs> as long as you, as long as he doesn't have to get points for blocking, because this dude don't like to do anything if it requires. If it, he's not part of it, yeah. You,
0: you saw that play, right? He actually had two plays, I think, between the last two weeks where he was, yeah he just stood there. He has. He doesn't know the assignment. Did
1: you hear what he? What you hear? What
0: he said? Why he didn't block? No, no, no. I didn't he said because he
1: didn't want to get hurt like um, Tank uh, Dell. And, and, Come on, uh, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you also don't want to win games, yeah. apparently. Well, it, well Jalen, Jalen Warren was asked about it. You heard? He said he Jalen Warren was like, uh, "Well, I would have blocked for him, <laughs> but but yeah, it, but we just play the game a different way or some shit like that." Yeah, right? yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, Deontay Johnson is the only wide receiver on that on, that I'm willing to play with any kind of confidence. Again, Pickens is an upside play. He's, you know, he's, uh... His volume, I mean, I, I guess his volume's okay. He's going to get you probably five or so targets. Um, you just got to hope they're quality targets coming from Mason Rudolph.
0: You, yeah, you got to figure out who the number two is actually going to be that Mason Rudolph's out there. Cause True. You know how you get these quarterbacks that step in and all of a sudden, you know, yeah, they start yeah, shifting. The, so. the guy they've
1: been thrown to in practice all season. It, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, Miles Boykin's going to go out there and have eight <laughs> pitches and everybody's going to be like, what who the fuck? the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Miles Boykin, maybe a decent play in DFS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Miles Boykin has played uh, uh he's averaged about seven percent of snaps and he's had a whopping two targets all season mason rudolph gets in the game dude's gonna have eight targets seven catches yeah. 120 yards and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what's crazy <laughs> about these tu- these
0: um quarterback transitions you get these people that come in and just all of a sudden just take it's off with the, Well, I think sometimes
1: and... in fantasy we always forget the human factor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah. get
1: so busy, we get locked onto these numbers of like, this guy's the guy, you should throw this guy. But, you know, when you spend an entire season in practice throwing the football to Miles Boykin and Calvin Austin because they're your second teamers. Yeah. Then when you get on the field and they're actually out there, and they're those are the guys that you know you you know You know their you them. their movements, you know their
0: speed, you
1: know their you can read their depth, yeah. their, you know, you know their hands. It's, and, it's, and It's bound yeah. to happen. I mean, it, it's it's just the way way human nature um, you know, and then after, if they've been out there a few weeks, then they get back, they get into the routine to throw into the guys who are like, yo, yeah. I'm the guy, yeah, give me the got, fucking you gotta ball. you got to throw me the ball yeah. 10 times, Yeah, not- but, yeah you got to get through at least one game of them not throwing them the ball. So maybe I don't want to play any wide receiver in this <laughs> room. Um, yeah, I, Tanner Hudson's interested to me. Um, you know, he had five targets last week. He caught all five for 49 yards, no touchdowns or anything, he was only the tight end 14. It's not like, I mean, he's been the tight end 18, 12, 12, 23, 16, 14, 14. Yeah, None of that's been... like, in a full PPR, he's not lighting it up. Yeah. But the opportunity's there, and at some point, he's going to get a touchdown, I believe. Yeah. I believe Brown is going to get him another touchdown, I should say. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know. In a pinch, I, that's who I'd play. Friar Muth is definitely hot or cold, and I don't know if it's going to be good for him to have Mason Rudolph out there or not. It could be a great, but yeah, it's, ultimately it's, I'm probably trying to avoid both these guys if I can.
0: If you have Farmouth and he's your tight end, you're, you're going to play him. I mean, yeah. it's but outside of that, there's probably somebody you could pivot to that would probably be safer in your, especially in um, redrafts and all. There's probably somebody out there you could.
1: Probably yeah, pivot I mean, to I, uh, Gerald Everett's probably still on waivers, and I'd probably play Gerald Everett over both these guys, even yeah. with the shitty Chargers. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe not now that I say that. I Actually, when I said those words, <laughs> they fell out of my face. The realization, yeah, the realization whole of whole body like, what I'm, Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Dude, Easton Stick, Good and thing nobody listens to <laughs> yeah. us. Jeez, yeah. I don't want nobody to know when I said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, scratch that. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, speaking of that, let's go to the Bills 8-6 or at the Chargers 5-9. The Chargers are a raging dumpster fire of inequity. They just, just fired their coach. So bad. Um, yeah Josh Allen, of course. We don't even need to talk about it, dude's money. If you 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 ride him all the way to the championship, if you can. Easton Stick, I'm uh, you know, no, let's just move on against Buffalo. I don't want <laughs> nothing to do with that. James Cook, yes. Ever since um um oh my gosh uh the the, the new offensive coordinator uh, anyway for for Buffalo yeah um yeah I, uh, he used to be the Panthers offensive coordinator and then he got fired and now anyway yeah. Uh, it- that guy. Brady. Joe Joe Brady. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Joe Brady. It's something Brady. Anyway, it sounds familiar. It's uh, not yeah. Tom Brady, but it's Brady. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you only get top-notch fucking analysis from this <laughs> from this duo here. It's mainly average, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but ever since he's taken over the play call and James Cook, uh, his target share, I heard this today in, in a, in, in, you know, on another podcast, but his target share, he went from 8% – to sixteen percent, like that. Yeah. As soon as he, as soon as Joe Brady, I'm pretty sure that's what has took over the play calling. Um, this is the league winning type play that you're getting out of James Cook right now. Um, he could be the guy in the next two weeks. You look back on, you go, I won a championship because I have carried James Cook. Two weeks ago, he scored 25.1 in a full PPR. He had 10 carries, 58 yards. He caught five balls for 83 yards and a touchdown. Last week, he put up 36.1 in a full PPR. Now, keep in mind, two weeks ago, he only played 44% of the snaps. Last week, he only played 56% of the snaps. He played 56% of the snaps. He rushed the ball for 25 attempts, 179 yards. That's 7.16 they, they couldn't a clip. not stop him at all. Yeah. I mean, it was just... And a touchdown. He also caught two passes for 42 yards and a touchdown. And so you're not – this guy isn't out there for 90% of the snaps, and he's putting up Christian McCaffrey-type numbers. Yeah, you know, half the time. Yeah, yeah. Like and said, he's I playing mean, the Chargers this week yeah. who are horrendous on defense. We're definitely going to talk more about James Cook later, but I'm just telling you this guy, you, he's in the lineup, he is locked in, and he could carry you to a championship. Uh, But I'm not touching any other running backs on that team. Austin Eckler, get off of my fucking roster. I am tired of you. You have killed one of my dynasty teams. It's bye-bye time. Yeah, I benched him this week for Chuba Hubbard. I mean, you could get a volume play, but, um, you know, he he only played 40% of the snaps last week. He only rushed the ball five times. So I don't know what to expect from Austin Eckler. I don't know what to expect from this offense. Um, he' literally only touched, yeah. the ball, not
0: touched the ball touched the ball nine times right. last week so
1: the new coaching staff uh, or the, the the interim coach and, and all of them could come out there and decide that Eckler's is going to get the ball 40 times or they could say you know what we're done let's we'll see what I Isaiah Spiller and and uh, Josh Joshua Kelly McKilly. are um and and because uh, Eckler's not going to be there next year well, unless it, he takes a huge reduced contract
0: if they're smart they're going to go what can
1: Isaiah Spiller do because we know what Joshua Kelly can do it's nothing yeah, they, yeah. He, I don't yeah. even based do... off of last week it doesn't look like Isaiah Spiller can do much more <laughs> I mean he rushed about 16 times for 50 yards and 3.13 a clip but yeah I mean that's the best of the lot so far it's
0: you know, so saying yeah. it's better than the other options So I'm, running, right now, I'm so. running away
1: from uh, Austin Eckler and this entire backfield again I'm playing Chuba Hubbard I'd I, I'd be tempted to, to play, you know, we just talked about Warren. I'd, I'd be tempted to play Warren over Eckler this week, you know. Yeah. I just, I don't I don't want, if I'm going down, I don't want to go down because I, I put Eckler out there and he gets 30% of the snaps, he gets five more fucking carries. Yeah. I don't want it. Because you're riding a high yeah. of, that you drafted him. And I look at my had bench had and, and so I see long. Chuba Hubbard with 25 carries or yeah. something, you know. I just don't want that. I want a guy who knows getting volume, even if he's going to suck at it. I'd rather get a guy that I know is getting getting the volumes and just go down with that ship. Yeah. Um, on the on the wide receivers, Diggs. Yeah, I'm staying away from Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is a goose machine right now. He's had two weeks in a row. Not uh, three of the last four weeks that he that they've played, he's had zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the
0: snap percentage?
1: Um, well, let's see. The first week that he scored you zero whole fantasy points, had zero targets, he played 88% of the snaps. That's more than James Cook did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next week he played 96% got you 225 and, and then they had a bye week. And here's what happened during the bye week. They said, you know what? You're going to play, Gabe, because you're a really good blocker. But we're not going to fucking throw you the ball. Yeah, so he played eighty-two percent of the snaps, got two targets, didn't catch either one. Seventy-two percent of the snaps, got one target, didn't catch any. He's he is goosing you it's, even it's against so the Chargers. I'm, I I uh, I don't want nothing to do with
0: that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's had seven weeks this season, mm-hmm. less than seven points. Yeah, in a full point PPR. No, look how, how many know. he's had less than two. Yeah, a one, two, three. Four, five, six of those seven yeah, weeks less than two points. <laughs> less than yeah. two points. Yeah, and I three was of to, those were zero. I was trying to <laughs> give an extra week to. <laughs> that's why I went up to seven points. He scored
1: six point two points yeah. one week, and then yeah, the rest I, of them are all. Bro, the, and these last two weeks, I would, I would have, I would have. I would have paid money to get six points. Yeah, out. give I mean, me six points for <laughs> yeah. those. Heck yeah. yeah, but no. No, I don't. Yeah. I I would play Eckler over him. <laughs> 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 He's somebody I'd play Eckler over. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Josh Palmer's the only wide receiver on the uh, Chargers side I'm willing to take a shot on, and it's a deep shot. I'd play uh, in a flex. I would play Palmer over Eckler. I would say that, but uh, uh, I don't want any of these tight ends. to Be honest with you, it's funny to say that because earlier in the season, Kincaid. Yes, was was the guy, but with Knox coming back, he was goose last week. I don't know. And again yeah, I mean, with uh, Easton Stick, I don't. I, you know, I just brought up Gerald Everett a second ago, but my that's a bit of a brain fart. I don't want anything to do with Gerald Everett. I mean, last week he had eight targets, so I mean he was all right. He got you eight fancy points was tight in sixteen, um, but that was in a blowout game where they were passing the entire game. So, I mean, I, this game could go the same way. Um, I expect that it probably will, but I just I don't know. It just don't feel good. It yeah, don't feel no,
0: good. I don't. I don't like it either. I mean, if you're, we're we're talking playoffs now, and you're either like set to win, or you got to make some adjustments to, to kind of you know to try to win. Oh yeah, you got to look for that upside. You got to play these these dark. And I I don't see Everett being something that's going to help you win. Right, unless you're you're you got McCaffrey and Kamara. You know your team's already just set.
1: Yeah. you could throw Everett out there. If and it you sacrifice matter, all you know? your tight end value to get everything else, then to get it all, and you're fine. looking at you're somebody like Everett it. or Adam Troutman, then yeah, yeah, And then you
0: play Troutman because <laughs> you want upside.
1: <laughs> you don't want a floor. You want upside. Uh, all right, the next game we're going to talk about is the Indianla- Indi- Indianapolis. Indianapolis I Colts, heard of them. eight and six, fighting for the playoffs against the Falcons, six and eight, pretty much out. I mean, I think they're still mathematically because they're in the South, but the way they've been playing. They definitely got to win this week. You got Garner Minshew and Taylor Heineke. I'd be willing in a pinch to play either one of these guys based off of the matchup for sure, especially Minshew. One thing Heineke can do is Heineke can sling it if he's allowed to. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm in a pinch, uh, I would play I would play Heineke. I play him over any of these guys except for Browning and Flacco. And when I say these guys, I mean the backup crew. Yeah. I uh, play Flacco and Browning over Heineke, but outside of that, you know. The, the
0: Yeah, you're not you're not going to play Mason Rudolph over him. You're not going to play one of the thousand other – Nick Mullins, backers, yeah. Beat Hard if he play. Well, yeah. it looks like he Beat looks Hard's like going to yeah, play. Yes, so I'm not so. going to play
1: C.J. Beat Hard. Um, yeah, no, it's – So, uh, Jonathan Taylor, it uh, looks like Zach Moss may not play, but even if he does play, if they tell me Jonathan Taylor's healthy, I'm putting him out there. Yeah. I'm willing to play Bijan this week, even though he was doo-doo buns last week because um, it's the Colts. And – uh the Colts give up a lot of points. Which, I mean, Carolina was one
0: that everybody ran all over. and well, it, had, it was
1: pouring rain in yeah, that it, game, too. It was it, kind of nasty. It, but cool yeah, weather you're rain. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he had seven attempts for 11 yards. That's the problem week. with we the had, Falcons, I'm telling you, bro. It's
1: I mean, The Falcons... It's,
0: their O-line is garbage can. I mean, their only touchdown came from Cordero Patterson. <laughs> so that'll tell you where that's
1: at right now. So. Um wide receivers if michael Pittman's out there yes uh i would play josh downs i don't want to touch any of these other guys dj montgomery just like i never heard of this guy till last week he shows up in the scene and and uh with in the absence of Pittman. in the absence of Pittman, he got a, a sudden, touchdown yeah. so uh drake london yeah i'm wanting to get drake london in, in my lineup <laughs> i like this week better than last week I, I do like this
0: matchup a lot better and especially with heineke out there over um does not, yeah,
1: Ritter, or whatever. Yeah, Ritter, is. who he, 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 I didn't see the interception he threw last week, but apparently it was pretty egregious. Was it the one at the end of the game? I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> I,
0: you could have said that with no context, and I'd have been like, yep.
1: <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, all no. I've heard is, Have you seen that that interception he threw at the end of the game? And I'm like, No, it was like, Who was he throwing to? I was like, Apparently the Panthers,
0: the, the defense. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, no,
1: but yeah, I, I, I trust Heineke to try to get the ball to Drake London in this game. Um, I don't want to touch any tight ends. Please stay away from me. Uh, uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, I guess, if you're looking for an upside uh, <laughs> and hope that Heineke... See, um, pull Heineke up. Was, what, what week was it that Heineke started? So, Heineke played in week eight.
0: Okay, so hey, Pitts he didn't had start, five... but he came in in week right. eight. 54% he played.
1: He had... Uh, Pitts had five targets, three receptions that week. He okay. put up six and a half fantasy points. Week nine, he played 100% of the time. Five targets, four catches, f- 56 yards, and he put up 9.6 fantasy points. Week 10, he played 69% nice, nice. Percent of the game. <laughs> five targets, three catches uh, He f- with uh, six fantasy points. So even with Heineke in there, it's not like he's giving the ball to Pitts. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I'm trying to stay away from that. All right, moving on down the line, let's go to the Browns, 9-5 and five somehow with uh, just every quarterback under the sun until they pulled Flacco off the shelf and dusted him off, and they still managed to be 9-5 and five against the Texans, 8-6. and six. It looks like Stroud's not going to be out there this week. I don't think he's been ruled out officially, but um, he's dealing with concussion, so um, this will be two weeks without him. Uh, Joe Flacco, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play him. Keenum, nope, don't want nothing to do with that against Cleveland. Backup quarterback Keenum's doo-doo anyway, he's, but he's
0: spent. I don't even know how he's still a backup. I'm, there's other people they should have <laughs> went and got. I, yeah,
1: well, they got Davis Mills. Now, what, is, what does what it say about Davis they, Mills that Case Keenum starting? I know,
0: Mister No Neck himself is <laughs> out there <laughs> playing over over <playing laughs> all the neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> playing well, he look. I it's, guess Davis Mills got half the neck. Glennon's well, Davis Mills, neck. well, Davis Mills stole part of Keenum's neck. <laughs> uh uh, maybe
0: once you get enough losses you collect the necks of your winners the victors Uh give off their necks oh really is it the that's that's why mike glennon has so many
1: (laughs) so instead of beating people and taking in his trophy you have to get it your neck gets longer with each loss so you can see over your your (laughs) o-line Well, so he's trying to give you an upside for your next game. One thing we learned early on in our podcast is you can't trust the brontosaurus. You can
0: never trust the brontosaurus.
1: <laughs> so even if Davis Davis Mills plays, <laughs> I'm not playing him. Yeah, no. Um, Jerome Ford, I'm looking for a bounce back this week against the Houston. It's a plus matchup, and I think that they're not going to need to do a ton of passing, especially if Keenum's out there. So Jerome Ford could, could be looking he to get some points. Definitely have a better week, yeah. Uh, Devin Singletary, I mean, if you got to play a running back this week. Off of Houston, he's the one you're playing. He has been getting tons of volume, even with Pierce out there. He was money last week too against yeah. Tennessee twenty six. It just worries me against Cleveland, but again, I'd play Singletary over Warren, Najee, Chase Brown, yeah, Eckler, all those guys. With you the know, volume he, he's getting yeah. and all that
0: stuff and yeah.
1: Definitely. Uh Amari Cooper, yeah. Um I mean him and Flacco got got something going there. Um. So yeah, I, I'll play him. I don't. I'm not gonna play any of these other wide receivers with any sort of confidence. Yeah. No. Uh. Nico Collins looking to be back. Um. <laughs> I just. I really don't want to touch these wide receivers if Keenum's gonna be out there. If you're. If if Nico's. If you got Nico and you don't have any better options, I guess you're throwing him out there. But. I mean,
0: I'm. I might throw Noah Brown out there too, just because. I mean, with Case Keenum back again this will be a second week back no brown had 12 targets last week yeah but it's against it's, cleveland that's the only thing
1: that scares me but yeah you're right i guess with no you brown. look into
0: some volume i mean it, i mean if you get seven of those 12 targets for 40 yards it's 11 points you know i mean it's in full point PPR. right you right, know. right right but i mean it just just saying like 11 points is better than some of these other guys like elijah moore being the number two on the yeah. other side of the ball He's no i I, be I
1: would good. definitely play him over every other wide receiver
0: on cleveland and, except the mark cooper yeah so i mean it, there's there's that chance to depends on where you're at where you're sitting
1: but I mean, if if i got in joku and noah brown and i got a flex spot i play playing in joku oh Njoku's definitely <laughs> yeah, going in the he's yeah. money uh we'll talk more about him later and then i don't want to play the tight end i mean dalton schultz came back last week um to five targets caught four of them so i guess you know he's it could be a volume play as well i'd probably i'd play him over uh, everett i guess yeah um i'd play him over um What's his name for Cleveland and, and or uh, Cincinnati? Or Cincinnati or Hudson? And, yeah, I'd play him over Hudson and Farmouth, so he'd be the guy. I guess you could go after. If yeah, looking if, to if you're looking for somebody, guys. somebody's got
0: him left on, left him
1: out there. Yeah, on waivers. All right, next game we're going to talk about on this, the slate is the Lions ten and four playing the Vikings seven and seven. The Vikings are still in the playoff mix. They're running Nick Mullins out there trying to keep their hopes alive. Jared Goff – I'm hoping Jared Goff has a bounce-back week. The problem is is that Minnesota bounce is back. currently – You want to bounce back off of last week? No, Goff no. no. Had like, I'm sorry. Goff had like 77 <laughs> yeah. freaking touchdowns last I mean, week. It would be awesome for I wish he would throw 10 touchdowns <laughs> yeah, instead I'm, of five. Sorry, I don't know why I said bounce-back. <laughs> but either way, uh, Minnesota is really, really tough right now. Their defense is – has become one of the tougher defenses in the yeah. league to play against. I want to say, since week nine, they they are the toughest defense to play against for quarterbacks and wide receivers. So uh, that that's a little concerning for me. But again, I don't want to miss another five touchdown golf game either. So yeah. like I did last week, <laughs> um, I'm definitely not playing Nick Mullins. So yeah, no, it, it, I'd have to be in
0: such a pinch. I mean, if like right now, I'm in a two quarterback league, and I lose Trevor Lawrence, and the only thing that's on yeah. waivers is Nick Mullins and Easton Stick. Yeah, my-
1: I'd probably take my shot at Nick Mullins. <laughs> I don't know. I would probably just play Easton saying. Stick. I don't know. Although uh, Denver is a, I mean Denver. Detroit is a plus matchup
0: for the past. They're going. Yeah. They're going to shut. I think they're going to shut Chandler. Like not down, but they're going to slow him down some. But I think it's still going to be a pretty big game for. Addison yeah, I mean, I'm willing to play Jefferson. Gibbs,
1: Montgomery, or Chandler in this game. All, all three of those, I'm willing to throw in my lineup and, yep. and be okay. Uh, you know, maybe there's not a ton of upside to be found between Montgomery and Chandler, but I feel like they're solid floor plays. The upside is clearly Gibbs. Yes. he's the guy that that can. He doesn't need a lot to do a lot. Exactly. Uh Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah. Uh ah, let's do it. I don't want any other wide receiver for Detroit though. No, no, thank you. Um Justin Jefferson, yeah. Addison Addison went hamburger last week. I mean does he do it again? I don't know, but I want him in the lineup just yeah. to see.
0: You're gonna you, you you can't miss out on that. I mean, six for six for one eleven and two Tuds. Yeah. That's that's money. I mean, yeah. that's Jefferson esque. And Jefferson was in the game. Right. So that's right. Yeah, you can't, you can't miss that miss that shot. So. Both
1: tight ends are in play, obviously, Laporta and Hawkinson. Laporta is currently the tight end one um, or three in full PPR. Um, and uh, Hawkinson is currently the tight end one in full PPR. Damn, I didn't realize he was that. Let me make sure I'm in the right no, you're yeah.
0: That's the same in this. I yeah. mean, I'm looking at it too. I mean, he's had – That's the wow. total
1: points. Now, points per game, I'm pretty sure – Laporta is uh, is, is uh, higher than that. Week 4 Hawkinson yeah. had 7.4 points. Yeah, so Outside of that. Points per game 15 points was his lowest game. So points per game Laporta is 14.66. Hawkins Oh, he still got him in that too. He's 14.94. Yeah, 14.94. But either way, both those guys are are in play. You're you, they're in your lineup. You're loving it. If you got them both, I'm playing one of them in the flex. That's how fucking good they are. Yeah,
0: and give me both in a two tight end league, man. Yeah.
1: Say, I wouldn't need any other players. <laughs> uh, all right, next game on the slate: the Seahawks seven and seven at the Titans five and nine. Um, Gino, uh, if if he's back, it seems like he's going to be back um, against the, this uh, defense. Yeah, but you, I don't know. Will Levis may not play if it's Tannehill. I mean. I you might know, even be willing to throw Tannehill out there.
0: They did activate Hendon Hooker to their fifty-three um, man roster. Detroit this did. Week.
1: Oh, that was Detroit. Never yeah. mind. He went, to, he went
0: to college at Tennessee, so you're not. <laughs> I was too far off. I, yeah. I was thinking there was a connection, but that, that's not. For some <laughs> reason, I was like, what, "Why did they get Levis if they had Hendon Hooker?" I literally <laughs> been thinking that last two days.
1: Uh, and you, so, hey, you pulled to me. I did. I pulled. I pulled to you uh kenneth walker last week showed why he's the guy everybody's been including me has been kind of down on him Man, he was
0: running <laughs> yeah through he had a he lot showed of back up runs. to the party yeah. yesterday it's been five uh, or
1: six weeks he's been like where's kenneth walker and he, he showed i up. guess he has been hurting and he's feeling better he's derrick like... henry scares me right now um i just yeah. I, I, I don't know what to do with him but it's a plus matchup against seattle and if you got him you're gonna roll with him you know
0: Last week, he had 16 carries for nine yards. Yeah, it was terrible. That is the
1: worst stat line I
0: think I've ever seen. That's the
1: worst stat line he's probably ever seen himself do.
0: And, he had, he and had it was four, against Houston. He That's had, the thing. He had four, four receptions ca- for, for one, one yard. yard. Yeah, He totaled 1.56 yeah. yards on the he game. He was
1: hot, molten, freshly ground ass meat. His worst
0: average all year long was 1.82 yeah. on his carries per – Attempt. Now, and last week, he only averaged 1.56 total yards. If, if we went it
1: before last week, if I'd have looked at you and said, Hey, Matt, guess what? Freaking Derrick Henry is going to be playing Houston and he's going to have 20 opportunities. And you would have done cartwheels if you had Derrick Henry on your yeah. team. You'd have been like, Oh, he's about to be. RB one on the week it's gonna
0: be like week 13 it's yeah. gonna be 102
1: with two tuds yeah you're like he's gonna he's gonna be dropping almost 30 fantasy points. nope 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 five five yes. fantasy points with 20 opportunities that's what scares me uh Seattle's plus matchup but that's so was supposed to be Houston so yeah you know uh, but here's the thing if they don't get any sort of passing game going then yeah, they just load the box that's all they got to do that's basically what happened last week uh they just stacked the box and 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 made them pass to, to win so if levis doesn't play this brings tannahill back it could change things that him. might help out for henry a little bit it could It depending on what tannehill has got left got left in the bank ben- yeah. it could um so you know it, it, it's gonna be interesting See, uh, somehow i feel better at with, about henry if Tannehill's out there
0: yeah that this, would yeah definitely and i'd feel better about some of the receivers too i'm
1: yeah, especially D-Hop. I yeah. mean, I, there's no other receiver you're playing on this fucking team. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Westbrook Akine, I think, went on the IR, so he's gone. You got Traylon Burks, who's, you know, he, he's either hurt or he he's not, or he blows. He went 3-for-3 three three
0: for 62 last week, which is the best week he's had in his career. Yeah, that was a career day. <laughs> that was like a, the best day he's ever had. And yeah, you're, you're. I mean, you're right. You can't play it. You can't trust any of this. And yeah. Even D Hop's still kind of a. Uh, oh, it's still so a risky play. You here. got D Hop or Tyler Lockett? Who you want to put in?
1: <sighs> <laughs> so last week, Tyler Lockett had uh, nine targets, three catches.
0: Those were Drew Lock targets. Though. That's a good point. So there's Geno right, targets. Let's pause real back. quick
1: on that. I'll answer this question. but I want to pause real quick on on, on Drew Lock. So. Mm-hmm. He got the win. He 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 he, uh, he. he got the game win. I was so pissed about that drive, man. But I know, yes. but, but uh so so he 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 did what he did. He didn't look great all the time, but he he got the win. Yep. He did what he had to. It was a tough game, tough matchup. But I don't know if you saw his post game interview on the field. I didn't. I heard. Um, I watched you the video. Can, you need heard to watch some it. Stuff about, uh, you need to watch it because uh, there's there's something refreshing to me. When you see real emotion, you see real, like, like the moment that he was having. Yeah. He was having his moment. He, he was on a high. Yeah, yeah, he was on a high. He yeah. just threw the game with a touchdown. This dude's been doubted. He's been sent away. He's been shit on by the media. He's been shit on by us. Extremely impressive,
0: in my opinion. Yeah. I wasn't watching the game, but to go from a minute 58, two-minute warner finishes up, and I'm like, there's no way he scores a touchdown. So I didn't have to worry about Bobby Wagner coming back in the game. <laughs> and I'm like, so it's going to be done. The Eagles are going to get the ball back. They're going to kneel on it. It'll be done. And he ran it down a minute, a minute 10, I think it took to run the whole thing. Left 48 seconds on the clock. And threw the game-winning touchdown to JSN. Yeah. I was beside myself. Mainly because I don't want the Eagles to get the ball back and yeah, have Bobby yeah, Wagner back yeah, out there. Yes. But, Bobby
1: Wagner almost brought me back <laughs> against you. But a hundred,
0: a hundred percent. If you came to me, if you called me with a minute fifty eight on the clock and said, "I will bet you ten thousand dollars that the Seahawks win this game," because Drew Locke is going to run the two minute drill. And he's going to work it all the way down. And he's going to throw a touchdown and win the game.
1: And not just a touchdown. No, that just, was a bomb. It was a oh, bomb. it was amazing. I mean, he th- dropped it right in the. Basket. I had to go see what yeah. was going <laughs> yeah. on. I went and looked yeah.
0: up. And, you know, yeah. and so like I would have put money on money on money yeah you'd be like was, you'd be like well oh, you're thousand against my 20 let's, yeah, do, let's this. do it straight yeah. up like it just there's no way and it happened
1: it did yeah. so i mean yeah but but the, the see the, the see the interview to see him and and, and and it reminds you because we sit here and we do this podcast and we do the fuck that guy and we we talk shit about these guys and look we, i get it yeah it's it's never it's truly never anything like real real personal Again, I save my personal feelings for these guys when they are actual shit people like Ben Roethlisberger yeah. and James Winston, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, um, I save that. But you know, we're going to give some fantasy hate, and 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 I, and and I know people shit on them on on the socials. And look, they get paid a good a chunk of money a lot of these guys to go out there and play a game so some of that comes with the territory yeah, yeah yeah. but seeing him go out there after the game and him be asked about it and and you know he's clearly emotional It was clearly a big moment for him it was clearly like the moment that he dreamed about as a kid he dreamed about in college when he knew he was going to the nfl he all dreamed about that moment and, and to see him live in that moment it made me a fan. Like I didn't. I had never heard. I don't think I'd ever heard any interview with Drew Lock before. that. I'd yeah, only yeah. ever seen him. Yeah. Um. And he's kind of goofy. He's kind of doofy when you see him on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. Um. But to see that, I mean, I'm I'm kind of goofy and doofy as well. So I should probably relate more with that. <laughs> but to see to see that, I was just like, I, I got a little choked up just just watching him and. And 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 being like, Yeah, you fucking deserve it, kid. You yeah. you, you went out there and did it and, and you've only ever just done what you you've only ever just done what you've been asked. You've never been a guy you know who's giving shitty press conferences like zach wilson or worn stupid bandanas like zach wilson mm-hmm. a dirty player like mac jones that we we talk about all the time causing any kind of yeah. outside controversy yeah you've and- never been any like that i know of any of that shit so there's never been really any reason for the hate other than the fact that he's been blowing goats since he's coming to the league and he's not really honestly had like too fair of a shake yeah the i mean situation the, i mean denver was kind of in turmoil when he was there and then he finally gets to seattle and then Gino is an awakening but i awakening, will say yeah. this i think i think pete carroll is one of the best coaches in the nfl i mean i'm talking about like i think i don't think people really know how good pete carroll is yeah because we saw what happened with russell after he left pete carroll he kind of fell apart so it makes you think how much of what Russell was was Pete Carroll holding it together, yeah, and kind of managing Russell, yeah, and then you have seen what Gino's become, and you see what Drew Locke was able to do. See what Drew and, what and, Gino and, was and, before yeah. Pete Carroll, and you see and what, then, yeah, you know. and, yeah, and you see what what Pete Carroll's able to do, whether it's through motivating these guys or coaching these guys in a way to to scheme them to be successful. Because ultimately, a coach's job at any fucking level, whether it's the the lowest level of 5-year-old kids or whether it's NFL level. Your main job is to put your players in the best position for them to succeed individually and together. Yeah. And it seems to me like Pete Carroll has always, at least in the NFL, been able to no matter who he has, put them in the best position ultimately throughout each season to succeed. And yeah. that to me is the mark of a true coach, and the fact that his players will fucking go to go to to the bat for him. But yeah. anyway, moving on, I just wanted to go off. On, I meant to bring that up earlier. I just really, I was really impressed with Drew Lock, and I was really impressed with that moment. I heard there was a little situation
0: between Drew Locke and um, uh, Jalen Hurts too at the end of the game, where um, Jalen Hurts was a little uh, angered by the turnout of the game, and there was no camaraderie oh really they kind of passed on each other when it when drew Lock was trying to come through and you know the whole give yeah. gradually and hurts kind of turned his nose up at it a little bit i heard i yeah. mean i keep meaning to go back i and mean that's video happened a lot before
1: yeah, yeah yeah no i know you i know, just I, I, look Mahomes did it two weeks ago when he was when he went up to josh and he's still bitching about the rest the of josh rent, yeah exactly so sometimes it's, the emotion of the moment overtakes it and, i mean what is that three weeks in a row that they've lost yeah philly uh yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of falling the same way. And that this Pittsburgh. was a tough loss. Yeah. This was a, this a super was, tough. Yeah. This is a tough and loss. And so th- they've obviously got to figure some shit out with Philadelphia and stuff. So I, I know that, like, I, I saw a clip with uh, Jalen Hurts where he was asked something, I'm, and I'll I'm paraphrase this, but he was asked in a press conference about how, um, you know, a lot of a lot of players out there will care about their stats, care about this, care about that. And it seems like you only care whether the Eagles win or lose. And he's like, how did you get to that place? And Jalen Hurts answered very simply. He says, by losing. Yeah. You know, he he don't like to lose. And, and he don't care – you know, one thing about Jalen is he do not care what he's got to do to win. If he's just got to hand the ball off 20 times and never yeah, pass it. Not even be part of it yeah, as long as the team as wins. as long as the team wins. And that's all he cares about. And for them to have lost three straight, knowing that they're better than that. Yeah. And I talked about this earlier in the year. It just never felt like this team was clicking. And it always felt like G- – Jalen's known it Every post game interview Even in wins They're like Hey you got the big win He's like no We still got stuff to work on this team is not grooving that well right now. So, anyway, but yeah, that that's still messed up. You know, after the game, you still got to be a professional. You yes. got to go up to the guy who just beat your team with a hell of a play just be and mod- hits his moment. That, you got to respect that. Exactly. If you're Jalen Hurts, you need to respect that moment because you've had those moments in your life. This and, guy's and, already and looking this, and up this and might you, be sir. his only moment. Exactly, and you should have had enough respect for him to walk out there and shake his hand, and look him in the eye, and say, "Good job." That's yep. what leaders do. And I'm sure you know he. he Knowing Jalen, not knowing him, but seeing what, what he's seen, always know, been, I think that something you know, came a bit later. Well, he'll, he'll, he'll and, and I'm sure he'll do better in the future. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't ever pick Jalen as a me guy or or that type of guy. I just the emotion got a hold of him, and but he's got to be better. Um, you know, especially if you're going to be a star in this league. Mm-hmm. You know, but either way, I'm playing DK. I'm playing Lockett, uh, JSN. I mean, uh, Tennessee secondary's trash. And uh, you could have another JSN game out there. I mean, last week he, he had four targets, you know, four catches with with the game winner, obviously, we just talked about. He doesn't need a lot to do a lot. He caught a touchdown. He scored 14 So I feel good about throwing him in flex. Yeah. Hop's the only one I'm playing on there. I'm not playing any tight ends in, yeah, in, no. unless I absolutely have to, and, and then it's just a conquo. All right, moving on real quick. We're going to skip a few of these games. We're going to start heading on to some bigger games. Let's go to the Cowboys. Cowboys ten to four at the Dolphins ten to four. You got Prescott versus Tua. Both these guys, if you got them, they're in the lineup. Yep. Pollard, you, 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 it may not have been a great season, but you drafted him where you drafted him, so you've been playing him all year. He's still RB one. He's yeah, eleven overall, yeah. four
0: point people. So he's Edwards. in the
1: lineup. Mostert and HN, H-M, they're both in your lineup if they're out there. You're feeling good about it. I'd play them together. It wouldn't even matter. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, the only two wide receivers on the Cowboys side I'm willing to play. And Cooks is like, I'm still scared, but. Yeah, still, you don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm rolling him in a double flex, but I'm, uh, you know. Uh, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, those are the only two you're willing to throw out there. Uh, I mean, obviously, Waddle's going to have a big week. Um, If Tyreek doesn't play, I I still don't. There's no other wide receiver because I don't know who it's going to be. It wasn't anybody last week, it was Smythe. Yeah. So uh ferguson's the only tight end so anything you want to throw on top of that nope all right so uh you can tell when we're getting close on time we're like yeah. let's get out of this uh next game <laughs> there is a primetime game here real quick uh the patriots 3-11 and had the broncos 7-7 to all right let's we'll make this real fucking easy zeke that's all the, the players yeah. on new rest, england <laughs> yeah uh, oh, yeah, uh no, russell uh and Cortland sutton <laughs> That's it. That's the list. Hunter Henry
0: if you're if you're desperate. It, it'll be a big Sutton week, I think.
1: I got a feeling, but I got a feeling. I do, I got a feeling. Ooh. I don't know what's going on Monday, but Monday we have a one o'clock. Oh, because it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. So, so the Monday one o'clock Christmas game. Raiders Chiefs. Raiders six and eight at the Chiefs. Nine and five. I don't know if the Raiders are still in the playoff hunt or not. King O'Connell is what you will call him from now <laughs> on. Uh they went They they went and got dirty, dropped sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh on the charges last week. I don't think that's gonna happen this week. Um, and I really don't want to play O'Connell, but uh, I will yeah, play Flacco I'm, over O'Connell. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Uh, uh Peyton Mahomes or oh, Peyton Mahomes. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Peyton Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, you're, you're gonna play him. Yeah. Uh, Jacobs, if he's out there, absolutely. If he's not out there, uh, you know, I don't know. Zamir White's probably not gonna give him, like six touches. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: I don't know. Against Kansas City, he'll probably only have 11 touches for 45 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, all right. And four passes, apparently. I didn't think he was going to be involved in the
1: pass game at all. I, I would still rather play Abdullah if if I had to pick one against Kansas City because I think game script's going to dictate that they're going to be passing a lot. But yeah, still, I mean, they're definitely going to pass a lot. Take a your lot, shot but... if uh, Jacobs isn't out there. But if Jacobs plays, he's the only running back on that team I'm willing to put out there. Please give me Pacheco. He's healthy, he's ready to roll. Absolutely. McKinnon in a pinch.
0: Still give me some McKinnon. I need some McKinnon. He's helped me out the last two weeks to get me in the playoffs, get me to the next round of playoffs. He's got to still be there. I was like, okay, Pacheco's going to play this week. That's great. Let McKinnon throw the touchdown to Pacheco. That's all I ask. It's just simple.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. I, I would get down. If if, if, if McKinnon wants to throw some touchdowns to Pacheco, I'm in it.
0: Throw two touchdowns to Pacheco and two touchdowns to Rasheed Rice. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes just sit on the sidelines for a little while. Even though we're going to talk about him later, but still.
1: There's only three wide receivers I'm willing to throw out there. Devonta Adams, Jacoby Myers, or Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice, yes. That's it. Uh, if Mayer's out there... I guess yeah, maybe Kelsey. Yeah. You're playing him. You just hope that he picks the picks it up. We need some touchdowns, Travis. It's like Kelsey's
0: mayor right now. Mayor's Kelsey right now. So yeah,
1: you gotta yeah, yeah. take your shot. Uh, let's see the giants five and nine at the Eagles, 10 and four. We just talked about hurts, but yeah, I'm willing to play. I'm actually willing to play either running or quarterback, quarterback in this game. I mean, yeah. um, it just really depends on your options, but the, 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 the Eagles are the best matchup against, uh, to play your quarterbacks against and DeVito, Devito's going to get you some uh, use that legs use his legs a little bit too so he could be a really nice play. Obviously, you're playing Hurts, you're playing Barkley, you're playing Swift. Um, Wondell Robinson's probably the only wide receiver on the Giants' side. I'm willing to even put in a lineup, and even then, I'm scared when I do it. Well, we'll be bringing up his uh, his underling. Um, okay, and later. So AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. That's it. Darren Waller. Yeah. It's his second week back after the injury, should be nice. Dallas Goddard also his second week back after the the injury, so either one of those, I'm down with the clown. Yes. And then the last game we'll talk about is the Ravens eleven to three at the Forty Nine ers, also eleven to three. You got Lamar and Brock Purdy. Um, you know, I, I'm a little worried, but Brock Purdy is uh, the number four fantasy quarterback right now, so. If you, yeah, I'm I'm going to give him yeah, the respect he deserves and put him out there against yeah, tough he'll, defense.
0: He'll be fine against this.
1: Obviously, Lamar's being played. Gus Edwards, yes, I think he's. Uh, you know, I, you know it sucks that uh, Keaton Mitchell went down, but. That means Gus is back in play. Yep. You're obviously playing McCaffrey and nobody else. Mm-hmm. Zay Flowers, maybe Odell.
0: Uh, you could, you might could play Jordan Mason in this game when McCaffrey scores three touchdowns <laughs> and they bring Mason out well, for the Elijah,
1: last half. No, Elijah Mitchell's healthy, <laughs> so I think he'll
0: get the touches. But that's yeah, true too. Yeah, uh,
1: but but uh, Zay Flowers and Odell's the only two on that side. Debo Ayuk's the only two on that side. But I'm Debo and Ayuk are in the lineup. Yes. Flowers and Beckham are depending on your who else you got. Yeah. Isaiah Likely, don't sleep on him. He's been a tight end one pretty much since he's come, had to be the starter. Since
0: Andrews has been out, yeah.
1: Yeah, George Kittle, this could be a big week. We'll talk more about him a little bit, and uh, we'll give you some uh, more info in regards to him. So there it is. There's some of the key games for the week. All right, and from there, we're going to roll into Daniel's Don'ts. It's going to be real quick. Stack.
0: Stapper to Puka Nakua for a touchdown, by the way. Just Already? Up. Yep. Game's on. All right. And Stapper just threw a touchdown to Puka Nakua. So, so
1: hey, anybody listening to the podcast will know exactly where we are when Daniels don't start it based off of where he just told you on that game.
0: And it's funny because <laughs> I saw a team name in one of the threads I was in it, and their name was Pukaki. <laughs>
1: and i couldn't stop laughing oh i used, your, so I used the team name you saw the other day uh one of the the Facebook. oh the the two in the, the pink. two I, in the
0: peak and the one in the seat i saw the comment <laughs> post up and everything yeah uh, i think that's the same thread that i saw the pukaki one. Oh yeah it, it was like <laughs> i i was i couldn't i couldn't like it hard enough man i was out like, there uh, so up, gold to me i came man. up with
1: one and they're also dicker in the butker yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, anyway, now that we've gotten dirty <laughs> and off the rails. I'm not, I just wanted to bring My don'ts up. are real easy. It's one team, and it's all the players that are fancy viable on that team. It is the Commanders against the Jets, and I'm not playing the quarterback, I'm not playing the running backs, and I'm not playing any of the wide receivers. So the, those are all my don'ts. It's Sam Howell. Don't play. any <laughs> commanders. The, Don't play. Uh, Brian Robinson Brian or Robinson. Antonio Gibson or Rodriguez. Uh, I mean, I'll add a caveat. If Brian Wilson starts... Brian Robinson. Robinson, sorry. Brian Wilson's the lead singer of the the freaking Beach Boys.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) If he starts, we've traveled back in time. We're watching a 1942 Uh, Dolphins game.
1: First of all, Brian Wilson... The Beach Boys aren't from the 40s, bro. Close enough. No. Uh, We need to educate you on some Beach Boys. Anyway, Howell, yes... If Brian Robinson does play and start, I'll probably play him. I'm not playing Antonio Gibson or Rodriguez because here's the thing. One of those guys is probably going to have a good week. I just don't know which one it is. Yeah, And so that's my reason in there. And um, how, because he's probably going to get benched halfway through this game. And then he doesn't throw the ball to McLaurin. He only throws it to Curtis Samuel. But you're playing the Jets, and the Jets are going to, They're going to show them all everything. Down. They're going yeah, to shut so. them all down. So. Anyway, that's Daniel's don'ts. All the commanders fantasy players. All right, and from there, we're going to hit them bottoms. Bacon's Smack them. Bottoms. All of the commander
0: players. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, so um, first off, we'll start with the running back. Um, deep, deep, deep. As we said, it, to me, it already looks like the commanders have given up. They're they're sitting um, Justin Herbert. They got Keenan Allen out. I understand they have injuries. I'm not trying to, like like debunk or you know put that down or any in any way but we saw last week Austin Eckler had freaking five touches Isaiah Spiller now had had 16 touches that's got to be something they're trying to figure out where they want to go with next year because they know nothing's coming up this year and Isaiah Spiller is the youngest yeah. Running back on their team right yes. now. Joshua Kelly has not. He got most of the work last week, didn't he? That's yeah. Did exactly. you bring that up? I Sorry. did.
1: I was but, replying to some messages,
0: and I understand completely. It's against Buffalo. It's not a very good matchup, but if you Buffalo is a team that has been up one week and completely down the next, especially when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, and they're very susceptible to letting just running backs just eat all over the top of it. Yeah, and I don't. I think, personally, if they give Spiller the ball 16 times in this game against Buffalo, last week he had 50 yards, which is only 3.5 yards-ish a carry. I think if he gets 16, he ends up getting you 70, 80 yards, if eating on it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to, like, score a bunch of points, but I think Spiller will
1: have a high So it could be role. a decent, do- like, deep he, league double flex play. Exactly.
0: He can get you 7, 8 points, and, it, and if in any way he gets involved in the pass game, like, they kind of sit Eckler a little more. This could be a big game for Isaiah Spiller. Okay. I mean, just to see where he's gonna end up. All right. Um, that's my running back. Uh my wide receiver, and this is gonna be I'm not a big Tommy, Tony, defeat
1: I don't it's just it's, it's Tommy. I, I don't it's Tommy Cutlets, baby
0: I don't know. I don't I, there's something about it I don't
1: look I don't l- like let's, it. let's 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 I don't go like ahead it. well first of all, let's go ahead and establish something here. Tommy, De- I don't care what anybody else out there thinks. Tommy DeVito. He's having his moment now. Uh, he will fade into obscurity, and, you'll never and we'll never talk again. about him again. He's not going to become the starter of the Giants. He's not. I mean, Daniel no. Jones may not be the starter, but Tommy's not going to become well, the starter. And Daniel Jones is owed yeah. like sixty-six yeah. billion dollars. So look, it's a great. It's a great. Browning has a better chance of becoming a solidified starter in this league than Tommy DeVito. Oh, yes, let's let's get that out of the way. But it's a cool story. It's funny. It's kind of the Italian things, thing, and yeah. all that stuff. But I'm
0: not a huge fan. But I will say this. Last week, Darius Slayton had eight targets. He caught four of them for sixty-three yards. And they're playing against Philadelphia, whose secondary is garbage garbage can. And while Wondell is the main target, he only had five five targets. I love targets how last... we
1: just use garbage can as a descriptive It's term just now. this is
0: what he is. That's just what it is. <laughs> his his ability so, to catch a ball is just garbage. It's just can. garbage can. <laughs> he is he is it, he's not a recycling bin. He's a garbage can. So one hundred percent. It's just what it is. But. That being said, I think Darius Slayton, he's kind of had these what I like to call like flash weeks. He's had a couple weeks this season. He had a few weeks last season. But this is a good week for him to have it against Philadelphia. They're going to be pissed coming in again they just lost the seahawks
1: first of all as bad as as the eagles are against the wide receivers just in general they're really bad against the slot receiver and if Darius slayton runs any routes out of the slot or whoever runs slot whoever runs out
0: they're gonna have a game it's gonna have a game so i just and i feel i'm taking i'm playing the hot hand i think Darius slayton's gonna come out there and just blow some doors off and he's gonna get you eight or ten points he might even get a touchdown surprisingly his second one of the season maybe but who knows but that's where I'm going with the Baker's Bottoms. I I like right. where that's at. He's only owned two percent of leagues, so yeah. I mean he's out there. And then tight end was, I didn't like anything really that was out there, and I had to. I know
1: based off of your selection,
0: I I had to just go. You know what? Let me just throw something at the wall, and put it out there, and see if it sticks. Because if it sticks. Y'all gonna think this guy is a fucking genius. I don't know where he got this from, but dude guessed and boom goes the dynamite. But I'm picking Adam Troutman this week against New England. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, given <laughs> I'll wait it out. <laughs> but I mean, given over over through the throughout the entire season he's had two weeks where he had five targets, and but the last two weeks he's averaged three targets each time. And they've been in the red zone. And one of those two was a touchdown. So he's gotten a touchdown in the last two weeks. He's gotten three targets. Last week, one was for 24 yards. So that's three and a half points, or excuse me, three points, 2.9 points on half point PPR. Right. Could easily get on one reception. So if this game gets a little out of hand and Russ has to throw the ball like I think he's going to, Troutman could get you a touchdown in a couple a couple worthy passes this week.
1: I, I'm going to say this: it's risky. I'm gonna but, say this. it look, then there's no and um, There is no biscy <laughs> if you don't risky. And I'm I'm trying to get on board with that. If, look, if you're if you if you're in a position and you're in the playoffs and you're playing Adam Troutman as your congratulations on the rest of your roster. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. You're uh, you're you're doing awesome, and maybe Adam Troutman carries you uh, through that. But uh, yeah, look, I. I if you do hit, you're going to look smart as fuck. And if you I, don't I, hit, then everybody will be like, well, it's fucking Troutman. Yeah, you know, he, nobody's going to hold it against nobody,
0: you. Yeah, nobody <laughs> really thought that. Yeah, this, so it's actually but,
1: no risky for a bisky.
0: But if he hits, I'm going to be fucking riding that train, baby. I'm going to be like, hey, remember when I called Adam Troutman having yeah, a big bro, game? Bro, Man. I'm riding the Kyron
1: Williams train. <laughs> like,
0: I'm riding that motherfucker to the sunset. I'm telling you. I should still be riding my Alave train. Or now, my Zamir White train. That's what I should <laughs> ride right now. I'm on the Zamir White right now, right? Called that shit. I think I almost called the stats uh, of the game and everything accidentally. Uh, uh, and you still didn't play him. <laughs> I didn't, because I'm fucking. I. Luke, do as i say not as i do uh, well here's the and thing trust your i'm
1: just so glad oh i did feel bad and i i mean look i didn't like hold you down make you play drake london over zamir White, but my advice swayed you and we were playing each other and i'm just glad that that would not have changed yeah me. it wouldn't have changed anything but because had it come down to the if it had come down to you playing zamir would have beat me I'd have still taken that dub. Don't get me wrong. I'd have felt bad, though. I'd, I'd have felt way worse.
0: It would have It would have been a time when I was like, God damn, you remember that time I could have beat oh, you if I listened to myself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, it would have been something I had to carry for a minute. Yeah, I, I'd have let you carry it for a
0: while. Yeah. I'd have thrown that shit over your shoulders every time we met up.
1: And I'd be like, you remember that one time I said that Kyron Williams is going to be good? <laughs> All right, there it is. There's the bottoms. Who are they again?
0: Isaiah Spiller versus Buffalo this week. Darius Slayton versus Philly and Adam Troutman against New England.
1: All right, let's hit on them uh, smashes of the week before we head out of here. All right, my quarterback smash of the week is Baker Mayfield versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a plus matchup. They love to bleed points to the quarterbacks and wide receivers. And... Uh, you know, the only thing that's going to hurt this is now that Trevor's not playing, as if Beat Hard cannot keep the game close and they just run the ball into oblivion. But I just hope that Baker's part of the scoring that gets them that lead that they can run the ball down because I still think it's going to be a great matchup. And so Baker Mayfield versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like that. Who's your quarterback smash? My
0: quarterback smash this week is uh, Mr. Kermit the Frog. <laughs>
1: Hi, my my name is Patrick the Muffrog.
0: He's been kind of silent a lot of the season. He hasn't had very many big, big weeks.
1: Nope.
0: But this is Las Vegas, which they say is kind of tough, but I think Vegas has got a fire under him right now, and it could either go... The Chiefs I mean, come out there. I mean, it is a rivalry. First of all, it's, it's one it, of the it's, it's, it's biggest rivalries in the NFL, and it could also be one of those games where the Chiefs come out there and go, "You know who y'all were last week? You're not that anymore." So just go sit down. And they just just fucking throw the ball all over them, and just it turns out to be sixty-three to nine the other way, or sixty-three yeah. to twenty-one the other way. You're forgetting you know? the whole Matt Nagy factor, but anyway, there is there's a little <laughs> bit of Nagy there. There's a little bit of Nagy, but Pacheco's back, which is big, and they're yeah. finally starting to trust Rice. I mean, last week. I, we went, I do agree with that. Nine for nine for ninety-one last week. They said he fumbled, but they ended up calling back. Said it was a kid. Dude is is their receiver, and they're finally starting to use him as such. Yes. And I think if that nine goes to twelve, we're going to start seeing some big and numbers. And here's the other side:
1: Kelsey's been quiet for a few weeks, it's, which means that he's due. It's time to turn it and, up. And, and against. They would like nothing more than to have a get right game against the Raiders, all against especially the Raiders, yeah. after Raiders just dropped sixty three and they're kind of feeling themselves a little bit. That's what, yeah. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the Chiefs can come in and, be, and remind them hey, that they ain't shit. Sit down, bitch. Yeah, yeah. just gonna. Yeah. All yeah, right. So well, I'm who's your, Patrick Mahomes this week? Who's your running back smash of the week? <sighs> He's been smashing all year, just about. But Rashad White against Jacksonville, bro. We shit on him at the beginning of the season. I, we were like, don't draft this guy. He's Dudi Brown. <laughs> And all he's done is just get buckets. All season long, he is
0: like, when he gets the ball, he'll he's get the ball. He's not super
1: efficient, but he's been getting the volume. He,
0: gets super, he is not super efficient when he's handed the ball. Yeah, but in the past the game, ball he's off, money in the bank. Dude is absolute money. Like Thanks. Godwin's downfield and making separation. Evans is going up getting the ball pulled up. Rashad will get it on the freaking line of scrimmage and pull 18 yards out of it on three but if you hand him the ball
1: he's like he's like uh it's not wish anymore what's it tumu or timu he, he's like timu christian mccaffrey he is except he can't run the ball like he he's <laughs> you know, not very right, good he's but, but that, yeah he's, he's just look, yeah I christian get, mccaffrey yeah. gets you 35 points he gets you you know 21 points
0: he gets you 21 and it's all on the pass catching he'll go like five for five for 50 and he'll go sixteen carries for nineteen yards. <laughs> it's it's garbage and two touchdowns on the receptions. You know, so but he's he's been money all season, and I don't think it stops against Jacksonville this week. All right.
1: Well, my running back smash of the week. We talked about him earlier. Is James Cook at the Chargers? This offense has clearly changed its focus um, since the new scheme has started. Not only has James Cook taken off, but Stephon Diggs has gone down, and I'm not saying that they've completely got away from Stephon Diggs, but there there is a correlation between James Cook balling and Gabe Davis turning into just straight doo-doo, and then Stephon Diggs turning into an average-type receiver on the field, and the tight end's not getting the play. They want to run the ball. They want to slow the game down a bit. They want to control the clock, and they want James Cook to be that guy, and he is showing that he can be that guy. And so, while I still think that they're going to have to become more balanced in the sense that they need that passing game, especially if they want Diggs to you know, not bitch and moan all (laughs) the time, then they're going to have to get him the ball more and they're going to have to give him more um, high-profile targets. But I still think James Cook is going to go out there and he's going to be a a central piece of the offense. He is their main back, and uh, I expect him to dominate – against the Chargers this week. And the good thing about it is, even if they get a big lead, James Cook's still going to be out there eating. Oh, yeah. He could have a really big week. This guy is going to be a league winner if he stays healthy. I truly believe that. He's already been one the last two weeks. And so if you got him, congratulations. If you were lucky to have him and McCaffrey, you're probably going to get the trophy in your league. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then my wide receiver smash is T. Higgins at the Steelers. T. Higgins is the guy. Jamar Chase is out. Um, he's a big guy. He had two touchdowns last week with Chase out there. Um, and I think this they're going to continue to roll. T. Higgins, you know, one thing about these guys is they, they do want their numbers, whether they've been hurt, whether they just haven't been the focus point. And he's been both. And so now he's going to have an opportunity to go out there. And I'm not saying that T. Higgins is bitching and moaning to get the passes, but you, you, these quarterbacks know these guys want their numbers. They know that they, their, their contracts depend on these things. And now he's got an opportunity to just hyper focus on T. Higgins. There's no one else that's going to really be calling for the ball, uh, the way that like Chase would be. So he's going to go out there. I think you're going to get 12 to 14 targets for T. Higgins this week, um, in a plus matchup against Steelers. And you could be looking at this guy coming out as a top five wide receiver on the week. So T. Higgins <laughs> against, uh, the Steelers. <clears throat> it's a good call uh my wide receiver is playing off of your james cook
0: um Stephon diggs last week he played 46 percent of the snaps because he didn't have to be out there they absolutely ate dallas's lunch they just straight up pulled it off their plate put it in their mouth <laughs> yeah chewed yeah. it up yep. james cook was the reason i mean 25 touches 10 million yards. Yeah, this could he be just, a
1: squeaky wheel game for a uh, guy.
0: He owned Dallas. So Diggs didn't have to be out there. I mean, there was no reason to throw the ball if you could just well, hand it Well, I mean, he's still getting
1: the volume. What, do he have, like six targets last week? He,
0: he had five last week. But, I mean, this is coming off a game he had 11 that right. week, 11 the week before, 8 the week before that. I mean, so and this is against the Chargers who are, as we said earlier, garbage can. So, and I think I think Diggs becomes that part that kind of, Take it off a little bit of cook. They're going to start splitting the ball up a little bit. They got to win first, yeah. first and foremost. But at the same time, they don't want to run any of their guys in the ground over these next few weeks if they do make playoffs. Right. And I think Diggs kind of comes out there and shows up a little bit. And this Diggs weekend. has been
1: kind of doo-doo Brown the last few weeks, so I think this is going to be a week for him to reassert just himself, open up, and just yeah.
0: yeah, put some points on the board and get it, especially against the Chargers. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. a soft matchup, so yeah, it's kind um, of a gimme. But yeah.
1: Well, who's your tight end smash?
0: George Kittle. Um. It's, against Baltimore. So tell me yeah, why this is a tough matchup on paper. But I went back and looked from weeks one through ten. They've you can look at the teams they played, and you can't tell me they're tight end. I mean, and if you could, they're not great tight ends. Like you're splitting between three. But then once yeah, you I think get, they're
1: they're currently like the fourth or fifth toughest against tight ends. But yeah, you're right. When we went back through them, it was we like, look
0: at it. It's like. The, 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 when they did play good tight ends Laporta did good. Laporta did decent like he was like four for five for fifty something yards or something it wasn't amazing numbers but it was still decent and then but they're all like efficient as far as tight end but they don't play anybody that has a tight end that's any that's like Kittle. You know, well, like there was LaPorta. one tight end we were
1: looking at. Who was it that put up like thirty against him? Was that uh, wasn't that
0: Laporta? No, that was uh Wilson. Oh, so Michael Wilson for the Cardinals. That's his name, right? Oh McBride. McBride. Yeah, McBride. You know, McBride yeah. put up like he had a touchdown and like six receptions or something. Six out of seven or something, I think it was. And there was um, there was another one that was a, a bigger tight end, but all the other teams they played, they play like Denver. They don't even have a tight end really, you know, right. like Troutman, he's on Baker's bottoms, but I mean it's just you know, no, 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 A lot no. of these teams yeah. have like nobody that's like a target yeah. A lot tight of their a lot of
1: their you know stats Match-ups are based on the it. fact that there wasn't the, 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 there wasn't it was me at tight end exactly. They they had they had
0: you know lower tier tight ends, and plus you know they're good against the receivers. So if they go out there and they shut Debo down or they slow Debo down, they slow Ayuk down. Kittle's still another Debo. You know what I mean? Like he still offers that same type of. um like reception, yard after right. Th- that that same type of dog in him. You yeah. Know? No, 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 I get and, what you're saying. And you know, if if they can they can block out Debo, Kittle's going to be open. Th- there's no way they're going to be able to shut. Well, that's all what we were talking about before the game.
1: We're talking about how Ingram last, you know, like
0: what we're yeah.
1: talking about last Ingram week. Ingram had a slow week last. But week. Ingram was really the only the guy that they had focus on. You can't just focus on Kittle this Ex- game.
0: Exactly. And yeah. so I think so, with
1: with with all the weapons they got, Kittle could be the guy that benefits from it. So and it's, like it's going to
0: open up. It's definitely going to open up.
1: All right. Well, my tight end smash of the week is um, David Njoku against nice. the Texans. He's he is absolutely dominating right now. He is another guy that could be a league winner type player for people in these next two weeks. He is He's already Flacco. been doing it, and so Flacco loves him. And uh, Flacco throw the ball if he's going to throw the ball forty times, ten of them at least are going to go to Njoku. Yep. And so that's good to have when you got the tight end, and Njoku is is one of those guys that he. He's a big. He's basically just a giant wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, and so he's uh you know super athletic, can can score and can just dominate a game, in which he's been doing. So David Njoku against the Texans. So there you go. There is our smashes of the week. why transition i should have just ended so basically that's, that's the it. end <laughs> later not, this is the end yeah i hope you guys have a good semi-finals this out there is the, end um, of the podcast as we know it, it. <laughs> um i hope you guys have a good semi-finals out there uh for any of you that happen to be in the finals uh this week good on you if you're in those two those two week uh playoffs and you play into the the last week of the season you need to really change that with your leagues but yeah. either way do your um, best just keep fighting, keep keep doing, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Uh, no DFS podcast this week. Sorry, guys. Work and – I mean, maybe – I don't know. We ain't going to be able to do yeah, it tomorrow. It's, it's going to be tough. And, yeah. it,
0: you know, we might have to push the Monday podcast being Christmas. And oh, we're
1: definitely pushing the Monday. Oh, here so, – I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I just so wanted there to is say, a good, Merry so Christmas, sh- first of all. Yeah, first of all, Merry Christmas. Um, Or Happy Holidays or Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yes, all the um, – whatever you celebrate, um, have the best of Best of us uh, to the uh, rest of us. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but uh, here's what we're going to do next week. Monday, I mean Wednesday, we're going to do it all in one. We're going to do one two hour plus show. We're going to do the the week that was and the week that's coming. We're going to put it all in one big show and knock it on out. Um, and so next Wednesday, hopefully, depending on scheduling, but um, you know, we'll the reason we didn't record last week says baker it got stuck on a job and i didn't want to do something you know just try to throw something out there without him and so that's why we pushed it and that's also why we pushed the dfs out this week um but either way next week either wednesday thursday whenever we can get it out there we're going to do that we're just going to slam it all into it one all show out there and uh and and so um I, and Baker just now learned about that, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a two and one. Yeah, it's gonna be a two and one, just two like with your one. mom. Boom, roasted. Anyway, wait, what? <laughs> I think she's one of our listeners. No, she's not. Oh, God. But she I, I, would I, love it if she did. Miss Baker, listen. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, well, it's it's the metaphorical it's mom. Miss Ridgway. she is divorced. Okay. Thank well, you. either way, it's the <laughs> metaphorical mom, not the actual but mom. But we love you, none the, none the different, none the uh, same, all the
0: same, none the different, all the
1: none. Oh. <laughs> What's really weird is when your brother cracks a your mom joke against you. That's, so that's little... those are the best. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, next week we're it's going to be all in one. There will be no show Monday or Tuesday. hope you guys have a great Christmas out there. Holiday holidays festivus uh, kwanzaa and all, all the stuff we talked about it before yes and we'll talk to you next week later, later. holla